0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans Studio. Rocket Mortgage is with you every step of the way to provide a seamless mortgage experience. We have Graceffo... And The Wall, Pink Floyd's The Wall, producing the show back at CBS Sports Radio in New York City. want to thank the fantasy football guys. They're back. They're the best in the business. They're awesome. And it's going to be one of our questions because with this evolution of online gambling, casino gambling, sports gambling, both legal and illegal, I do wonder, and you heard the callers lining up, and I'm not going to rip fantasy football because, you know, once I had my first kid and adopted two, I just didn't have time. And, and I think you need to put some time into fantasy football if you want to be good. So I want to throw out the first question. How many people still are digging fantasy football or have you turned to sports gambling? Or has life just kind of not given you enough time to do it? I'm curious. Because that fantasy football show is good. Grisefo is in 19 leagues. 19 leagues. And he was listening to that show like it was the Pope at the Vatican. But then you have, like, you can go right across the river where the guys are at in Manhattan, and you can bet legally in Jersey. And you have all these websites and fan duels and uh, big money not fantasy games, but kind of one day fantasy contest. So I'm curious to the audience. Are you still in the fantasy football? Would you rather just gamble legally or illegally, or you don't have the time? So you tell me one eight five five two one two four CBS. That's one eight five five two one two four two two seven at Saturday Huge on Twitter Saturday night huge show. Um, Facebook, I was also discover, uh, discovering and discussing, first discovering that Graceffo loves Bill Curtis, because I was doing, you know, American justice, A&E, ah, preseason football, the injustice after the initial flurry of excitement, America is sick of it, and then Graceffo said, utter BS. Get rid of it. Owners are cash and checks or they don't have to share it with the NFL PA, their union. And I, I get excited about the start, the, the first preseason game. So I'm a Lions fan, you know, I do the statewide show in Michigan every afternoon. But, but after that, like first quarter of the first preseason game, I'm ready to shelve it. And then I try and watch it today, like the Lions were playing the Texans. And, you know, I'm watching NFL Network and replays, and I just can't. I can't. It is an utter, and I will steal a word from Graceff, our talented producer along with The Wall, that it's just utter BS. It's a waste of time. It's a waste of my time to watch preseason football outside of the excitement when it starts because it kind of feels like a warm-up for the regular season. Right. Oh, and then you get the Giants fans who watch preseason football. Hey, hey man, I love Daniel. Oh, you hated that he was drafted. Now you love him. Come on. And then you try and read way too much into it. I will say Matt Patricia is not a head coach. He's going to be like Josh McDaniels. You watch. He'll be out of a job after this year in Detroit. He just can't. He's not a head coach. He's not. He is not a head coach. And it has nothing to do with preseason. He just, they're not ready. You know, to be a head coach, you have to be in control of everything. Not not a micromanager, but you have to be in control. I don't care what level it is at being a head coach, you have to have everybody pulling in the same direction and have a system. I'll start high school level, high school, college, and pros. You have to have a system can't just go in there and wing it and, you know, talk big. You can't do it. Forget about your resume, where you were. It's about where you are. So I don't want to read too much in the preseason. It needs to end. And my idea was add one regular season game. This would be the way to appease, and they're going to have, what, the 2020 possible labor riff. Add one regular So you kill the preseason You add one regular season game. You do these combined scrimmages, right? You know, like the Lions were scrimmaging the Texans all week down in 103 degrees in Houston. And you you do a couple of them. You know, maybe teams close to you, as close as they could be and not on your schedule. And then you kick off the regular season a week earlier. That's it. There you go. And you add a playoff game or teams or team to expand on the wild card. And you get some buys, uh, some extra buys. So you basically would add a playoff game on one side and a regular season game. So two more games. But not the entire league's going to play that extra game unless you're in the playoffs, right? So you expand the playoffs, which gives the players a chance to make some playoff bonuses, right, the Players Association, it gives the owners a chance to make more money if their team gets that extra playoff game and they get the extra regular season game and we're done with preseason. If you're a a guy looking to save your career or start it, I get what preseason means to you. I really do. I'm just talking about not the football factor, the entertainment side of this. It's useless. It's worthless. And outside of the excitement where that first, that first preseason game feels like it's the regular season opener and then reality hits and you're like, you're watching guys you didn't even know that are on rosters. And I do sports for 11, statewide show in Michigan weekday afternoons and this national show Saturday nights, which will be midnight until 2 a.m. until the end of the year. And the fantasy football guys knock it out. And you know, I heard also they're doing a fundraiser for St. Jude's. They're just good guys. It's good, Joe. You can learn a lot about football even if you don't play because these dudes are talking depth charts and third-string receivers. That, that's why I like playing fantasy football, or I really liked it because you would – it's like playing Madden. You know, I got Madden 20 for my son, Ace, who's going to be turning 13 in October. I like playing it because now I'm – getting the rosters, I'm playing all the teams, and I, I can and know about the NFL. It's fantastic. You can review pass interference calls. No way to slow it up even more. Way to slow it up. Preseason, they are reviewing pass interference calls. Preseason. There shouldn't be a review allowed at All during the preseason. There is no reason to review anything in the preseason. Nothing. Well, they're getting it ready. They want to, you know, the head coaches want to see where the officials are at. Officials want to see where the head coaches are at. Really? So you want to give me a a three-and-a-half-hour Texans? Did you see the place empty? I get it's preseason football. NRG Stadium in Houston for our listeners on AM610 and also in Detroit for our listeners on one. The Ticket. What was that, almost three and a half hours? I was in here getting ready for the show, listening to the fantasy football guys. Three and a half hour preseason game? Rob Manfred, the MLB commissioner, is going, you know what, our game moves pretty fast. Did I almost sound like Miraz there? You know what? Also, he ripped me last week when I got off air like at 2 a.m. I jumped in my ride going home in Michigan, and I think he ripped what our topic was, that he won't talk about that. And I've had that guy's back. I've had his back when he was working at the CBS commissary. Serving up jello and whipped cream to people. He kind of ripped me. My Lord, three and a half hour preseason game. Mm. More reviews. Here's what they should have done with the offense. And I know this is a one-year experiment, right? Here's what they should have done. Each coach gets one, 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 one shot to review. Because you, you have to let the officials speed of the game for the fans and for the officials. You get one. You save it. You want to use it in the first half because you're down 21 nothing, and a touchdown might put you back in at halftime, use it then. You get one, one Pass interference review, either offensive or defensive, however you want to play it as a head coach. You get one. I'm watching that today, and, you know, Matt, Patricia, you know, doing it because what? You have it? Doing it because you have it. That is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. It just slows it down even more. You get one. So you're you're Sean Payton. You want to use it at the end of that Rams playoff game? (laughs) Use it. You get one. They don't carry over. You get one. It's like baseball reviews. My Lord, these umpires putting on the headsets, okay? Looking like my kid's playing Fortnite. Major League managers should get two reviews. That's all I want to see. If the day comes where we have electronic strike zones, we're never going to have robots umpiring, but if we have the electrical side of things in terms of electronics, hey, man, it's 2019, and we're more than halfway to 2020. You know, a pitch clock, it it should be there. A clock that once you're in the box, it it starts, it, it should be there. That's how you speed it up. Two reviews. You're a manager. You get two. Two a game. Baseball, there's a potential for a lot more reviewable plays. So you get two. You use them. If you don't, and and you don't, know, if you use it and, and you win, okay, fine. If you use it and lose, you lose the other one. There you go. Two. My Lord, that three-and-a-half-hour preseason game. And it's a beautiful stadium down in Houston. Completely empty. It's bad enough that you're seeing third and fourth strings and guys that don't have a prayer of making that Texans roster or the Lions roster. But you're still allowing reviews of pass interference. So we'll talk about that later. Two things I want to get to. Are you still, huge questions of the night, are you still in the fantasy football or have you turned to legal gambling or illegal gambling when it comes to football? All right. And how many people are with me that preseason, the NFL preseason, should be abolished? 1 2124 CBS. That's 1 855 at Saturday Huge on Twitter and Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. It's the Saturday Night Huge Show. Once again, here's huge Bill Simonson. CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line, 1-855-212-4227, is brought to you by GEICO Great News. Here's a quick way you could save money. Switch to GEICO, go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance at geico.com. Uh, We do have our first huge questions of the night. How many people are with me that we should end preseason football? No more. Now, you don't have to agree with my idea on adding just one regular season game, and then I would add, what, two playoff teams, AOC, NFC, so you're going to create one more game and maybe have a couple more buys. I don't have the whole playoff tree, but that's my idea on both ends to keep both sides happy. It's preseason. If you're a young guy trying to make the roster, I get it. All right? I'm not. You can still have the controlled practices, scrimmages, and coaches can evaluate film and see what you have. It's just a money grab, and it's set up like it's real, and it's not. So you can answer that 1-855-2124-CBS, at Saturday Huge on Twitter, Saturday Night Huge Show. On Facebook, okay? And then the second question, off the fantasy football guys launching their 2019 fantasy football season. They'll run the two hours before I'm on. Here in a couple weeks, we'll be breaking down college football and the NFL when they start playing games for real. How many people still play fantasy football, or have you given it up if your state has legalized sports gambling? And soon, every state in America will. And there's illegal sports gambling, so I'm just curious. I know there. When you start having, when you're single, man, and I don't care, you know, I was single till I was what forty one. When you're single, you have that time for fantasy football, to gamble on games, get out to Vegas. Now with you know the apps and the one day fantasy games. And now the legalized sports gambling to be 30 again would be amazing. So answer those questions over the next 90 minutes. 1-855-212-4CBS. That's 1-855-212-4227. And then who who enjoys the preseason? If you have your brothers playing, your sons playing, a, a friend, former teammate, I get it. Okay. You know, I, you could, could you do two games and be done with it? You have a game where the rookies play, you have a game where the starters play a half, and they're getting evaluated. They're doing this year around. They're in shape, like Groseffa was saying. It's utter BS. It's a money grab. Are teams getting better because of the preseason? Seriously. You might sharpen depth. It's kind of like a look at the Patriots. They beat the Titans 22 17. Saturday night, they just, they're a machine on, Brady doesn't play, but Stidham throws her a 193, the Auburn guy, 14-19. and 19. Belichick just has a system, now they're going to get Josh Gordon back. You, NFL can't make up their mind, do we hate the Patriots or do we love them? And I think that's a sign about the marijuana issue too. Pretty soon it's going to be legal in all sports. They're not going to test and ban you? Because how can you do it if some states in America, you know, it's just like I'm talking about the legalized sports gambling. How how do you, you're the NFL, or so the Broncos were, I don't know all the states where weed is legal, but if it's legal, how do you ban a guy? But it'd be like a workplace in, in Colorado that could say, even though it's legal, if you're, if, You drug test and you're positive. You can't, you know, drive for a trucking company or whatever. But in the NFL and the entertainment business, I think it's coming soon where marijuana won't be a tested substance. But then the question is are you going to get some guys playing high? Now, I've read stories where some guys say they already play high. And I've watched some teams that look like they're playing high. like all these preseason games or reviews of offensive or defensive pass interference in preseason games. Oh, we can't get it with the Rams and the Saints in a pivotal moment, one of the biggest moments in NFL history, but I can get it two times at least when I was watching with the Texans and the Lions. Oh, my Lord. Now let's go to Brian in Illinois. Thanks for the wait. And you're on the Saturday Night Healed show.
0: All right, thank you. Hey, you got it uh, exactly right. Who wants to go watch preseason of the NFL listening? Uh, now I do want to mention something about fantasy uh, football. Um, I'm trying to be optimistic. I uh, led my league last year in points. I think it's great. Uh, I think sports gambling is great, but you can't do it yet here in Illinois. You have to go out to Las Vegas to do it. But... Uh, Who's gonna be good next year uh, for fantasy football? Who would you go with? Don't don't talk about Pat Mahomes because we know he'll be good. Don't you know? Don't talk about Barkley either or mm. uh, the the Dallas running back. But who who do you think is gonna be good? Uh, it's always the Patriots.
1: You know it, it. Do you some? Do you stash a Josh Gordon when he comes back? Uh, do you do you look at a carry on Johnson? I heard the fantasy guys talking about him. And Brian, thanks for the call from Illinois. But I don't trust the Lions' offense. I don't trust them. I've followed the Lions for how long? Almost 18 years doing a statewide talk show. I, I, they're the most inept franchise. You know, the Browns, people are talking about the Browns winning the AFC. And the Lions haven't won a playoff game since 91. I love On Johnson. I think he's got that shoulder swivel when he's going through the hole. I just, the T.J. Hawkinson, there's another potential, another name that I heard the fantasy guys talking about, and I'm screaming while I'm getting ready for my show. I'm telling the CBS Sports Saturday Night Fantasy guys, through my speaker, not directly to them, they still have Matt Stafford, who hasn't led the team to a lot of big wins and not a playoff win, but the franchise hasn't had one since '91, and they have Matt Patricia as a head coach, and they have Bevel running an offense that doesn't feature Russell Wilson and Marshawn Lynch. So, man, you you'd like to look at Kenny Galladay? You look at the Lions' potential, which has been a word everybody uses in Michigan, and you see on Johnson. You see TJ Hawkinson, you see Kenny Galladay, you see Marvin Jones Jr. Matt Stafford's making close to $30 million bucks a year. I think he's the highest cap hit, I think, this year. I don't have all the numbers in front of me. But he's going into year 11. And he might have seven wins that are worth a darn since he's been a starter. And I know he's been through a lot of coordinators and different coaches. Man, they have some... You know, Bob Quinn, the GM, has given Matt Patricia, Jim Caldwell, who was nine and seven his last two years, and that wasn't good enough in Detroit. And Patricia's six and 10 in his first year, and Stafford isn't earning. He had a horrible year. And now they're talking about being a run first team. My Lord, who in football is winning playing old school football? Who? Not the Patriots, not the Saints, not the Rams, not the Chiefs. All right? There's your four best teams in the NFL last year. College football. Who's playing old school smash mouth? How's that working? Even Jim Harbaugh at Michigan went to Gattis, and they're doing the speed and space, no huddle, wide open offense. Who is playing this old school, two tight end set, and we're going to pound it? I get you need to run to set up the throw. But when I'm paying a guy $30 million like Matt Stafford, I'm going to throw to set up the run, or I don't need to be paying my quarterback $30 million to hand off. I'm hangry, and I'm ordinary. If you want to join us live, one 855 4 cbs That's one 855 212 227 At Saturday Huge on Twitter. Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. It's the Saturday Night Huge Show. Once again, here's huge Bill Simonson. We are back live across North America, something we do each and every Saturday night. And starting tonight through the football season, we're doing the two-hour version. Uh, We'll get games starting next weekend. I think this is the last weekend without college or pro football until what? They say April with the XFL coming? Or was it? College football and college basketball will have every weekend until the first week of April. It's a beautiful thing. We have Graceffo and also Wald back at CBS Sports Radio in New York City. We'll, uh, John Fass will have an update here in about 20 minutes. We do have our two huge questions of the night. How many people think we should just end preseason football, expand the regular season by a game to start, maybe add two teams to the AFC-NFC playoff tree, maybe you could have two preseason games, right? And then just start the regular season. So you can answer that. 1-855-2124-CBS. That's one 855 2124 At Saturday Huge on Twitter and Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. And then with the fantasy guys at CBS Sports doing their two-hour show, Every Saturday night, 10 p.m. until midnight, they get bombarded with calls and Twitter comments and people wanting to know about their leagues and their teams. How many of you listening still play fantasy football? When did you give it up, if you did, and why? Or have you turned to legalized sports gambling, if your state does it, or the one-day fantasy games, or illegal sports gambling, which is a multi billion dollar business so i'll take your huge opinions at one eight five five two one two four cbs that's one eight five five two one two four two two seven jim in pennsylvania you're on cbs sports radio
0: hey huge thanks a lot for taking my call well listen i've been uh, weighing this you know throughout the commercial break and i think i'm gonna stick with this opinion um I try to get into the preseason every single year just to see you know the development of rookies and undrafted players just to see you know how my team's going to fare and just it, even if they'll make it, it just football's just head and shoulders above every other sport, NFL's head and shoulders above every other league, but I do agree four games is excessive. I know the coaches use all four games to determine just what the final roster is going to be, but to charge full price for fans it, it really is not fan friendly at all. Now, conversely, at the same time, I do believe that adding two more games, to uh, which I think is the most perfect regular and postseason in all of sports, I think would just be uh, a higher risk of injury. And honestly, as good as football is on TV, I, I don't know if the ratings would dictate that. Uh, I, I just, so tells me that just too much football is sometimes a bad thing. Now, at the same time, I would like to see the Super Bowl eventually end on President's Day weekend, so I, <laughs> I'm i not sure what needs to be done. Something needs to be done, but I'm not quite sure if expanding the playoffs is the right answer. I mean, you look at uh, basketball and hockey, and more than half the teams make the playoffs. I just I don't think that's the way to go.
1: I appreciate your opinion from Pennsylvania. To everybody listening across North America, you can join in. End the preseason, shorten it. How many of you are entertained by the preseason right now? And again, if you have friends or family, I understand it. How many of you are? I just I I tried to sit down and watch it. And you know, I, I do sports for a living, and I was out before the end of the first quarter. And I watched it a little bit, the Texans and the Lions when I rolled in to do the Saturday Night Huge show. So you can join us at 1-855-212-4CBS. That's 1-855-212-4227. At Saturday Huge on Twitter, uh, Eric Tibbetts, who's listening in Hastings, Minnesota, he tweets, at Saturday Huge, you sound like a crybaby, don't watch the games. And the NFL needs some preseason games. Teams need to make their rosters. Stop complaining about the games that give you your livelihood. Are you kidding me, Eric? You think NFL preseason games give me my livelihood? Really? You know, on my statewide show, I'll talk about the game in my opening 15, 20 minutes after every preseason game, right? It's not my livelihood. I'm trying to be creative. I'm trying to look for a situation, and I'm not complaining. I'm ready for the regular season. After the opening preseason game, maybe a half, I've had enough. But they get you on preseason tickets with season ticket packages. Narrow it to two games, that would be enough. Guys get to, you know, they see game action, they have film, the coaches could all sit in their training camp war rooms and they're looking at controlled scrimmages. It's kind of like the Lions and the Texans. I think they had three days of practicing against each other, live scrimmaging, and then they have a preseason game and they don't play any of their stars. I'm cool with that. And adding one game, I, you know, you could bump the season up because you'd have only two preseason games and you could give another bye week. You see how violent the game is, how big and strong and fast the NFL players are? I, I don't think you can say adding a game or if you expanded the playoffs by two teams. So that would be eight, right? Am I correct And. Four division winners, two wild cards get in right now. You would add two more wild cards, AOC, NSC. Who's going to complain? You you add buys where teams who had a great regular season get rest. It's a no-brainer. It really is. I will take your huge opinions at 1-855-212-4CBS. Bruce comments, on our Twitter feed, I think the NFL should get rid of all preseason games. If you're going to play the preseason games, why not just make all four preseason games count as regular season games and bump the schedule to 20 games? I mean, your your starters, uh, Deshaun Watson played the first series for the Texans, what if he takes a blindside hit? They don't have a jersey on that says you can't be hit. And his season is done. We keep talking about the fear of injury. Do you see increase the rosters then? You know, some of this give and take with the owners. I'm not complaining. I love the NFL, regular season and playoffs. I love the feel of the start of the preseason. That's all. American Hastings, Minnesota, stop being so hasty. I'm not complaining. The NFL is the biggest sport on the planet. And it's amazing that for how big it is that I sit there during a preseason game and watch two, uh, at least two, one from Bill O'Brien with the Texans and one from Matt Patricia where they called for a review of offensive and defensive pass interference. Preseason game, three and a half hours, on TV, with advertisers, locked in, reviewing, pass interference. Graceffa, where are you at on, because I don't like the pass interference rule. I think each coach, like I said, should get... One that they can use to review a pass interference call, and they can pick their own spot in a game where they feel it has the most value. Where do you stand on reviewing pass interference? Hate it. Yeah, same here. I I, can I, I know I sound like I'm complaining. I hate preseason. I hate the pass interference reviews. and But I love the NFL, so you need to listen to what I'm saying.
2: This is going to turn into the biggest can of worms in the world simply because... What are you going to do when it's you're down by a score and it's third and long and you have a timeout and a challenge in your pocket? What do you think the team on offense is going to do? They're going well, to you know. chuck the ball down the field and hope for a flag, and if they don't get a flag, they're going to challenge whatever the result is.
1: My idea I said in my opening huge opinion, Jimmy G, was that each coach gets one. You hold on to it if it's a tight game until you need it and you you each get one, that means we would get two reviews in a game if both coaches used it. That's more than enough because, again, it wasn't the Chiefs and the Patriots in the AFC championship game that had about 52 million people watching. I'm watching the Texans and the Lions, and it just slowed the game down more. What if we all complained about that there's too much stoppage in the NFL? Correct. Yes. Because you get, the, you get the TV timeouts, and now you get the reviews.
2: But now it's only going to get worse. It's only going to get worse. Now now just because you have one thing that's reviewable, a million other things will now become reviewable if this is a, su- a success.
1: Well, and, and, and what are you going to do now if you're an official and you don't see pass interference, but you, <laughs> you witnessed another penalty? You're going to look the other way on that? I mean, you're... Now now the next time he's going to throw a makeup, right? I mean, he's going to throw a makeup flag.
2: According to the league, anything within the scope of the play is reviewable once they throw the challenge flag. So, if someone is challenging for a DPI, it, you could just as easily call an offensive pass interference on the same play if you're and, looking at the play.
1: And when, I know they did this for, it was one year, right? Was that the agreement? It's
2: a trial run for one season, yes.
1: Yeah. I, and I know it's kind of like, hey, we're sorry what happened to the Saints. That's what this is. This is basically a one-year, we're sorry, I think they dump it because then it will be so bad that they'll have to, and nobody will want it, right?
2: Wouldn't it just be poetic justice if the Saints somehow get burned by this challenge rule?
1: It's just I, I didn't like it. it. There are TV time again, it's a preseason game where I, I'm watching the Texans and the Lions, okay? And the Sean takes them down the field, they score. Then the Lions don't, and then there's a TV timeout. Then there's a pass interference, and I'm like going, "It is preseason football." What do you? What do you well, the coaches are, you know, the two announcers. The coaches are kind of getting a feel of what the league will do, and then the announcer, which I think was Fred McLeod, on the Lions preseason TV network with Chris Spillman, said that ninety percent. So far, and that was his words, 90% of the PI calls have been upheld so far in preseason play.
2: But you don't even know what everybody's looking for. Like, what exactly are we looking for? Are we looking for uh, contact down the field? Are we looking for somebody with their head not turned and somehow running into the receiver? What exactly is going to determine whether or not they decide to throw a flag or pick up a flag or assess a penalty. It's really going to just going to be a giant can of worms for everybody involved.
1: I do want to ask the audience as we head towards next hour. And thank you, Jimmy G in New York city. How do you feel about it? If you've watched preseason games in your local NFL market, how do you feel about the slowdown and the review of potential offensive or defensive pass interference? I'd like to get your feedback. Also, eliminate preseason. How many games do you take away? You can join in one eight five five two one two four CBS. That's one eight five five two one two four two two seven. Tweet me at Saturday Huge. Uh, Thor Reap in Ohio tweets: I agree with you. Get NFL down to two preseason games. It's too long. NBA preseason was long before they cut it. Now season starts a week ahead of time. Thank you, Thor Reap, listening in Cleveland on 92.3 FM. We'll get to your huge opinions. A ton of tweets uh, coming in that Saturday. Huge. And again, to the callers online, I promise after we get to a John Fass update, we will hear you all across the U.S. and Canada. What do you think of NFL preseason? What do you think of the new Offensive and defensive pass interference rules. And how many people are still playing fantasy football? Are you gambling on sports or both? We got an hour left. We're the only show based on huge opinions. Yours and mine here on CBS Sports Radio. You could spend the weekend doing the same old
0: whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe.